Many Americans are wondering whether the new home run king, Barry Bonds, will have an asterisk after his record. What do you think? A Carrollton father is in court, suing to ban the moment of silence allowed in Texas schools. We'll ask a constitutional attorney if he has a case. And another theologian speaks out against the secret. This is Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man. One December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire. We will not falter. And we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. 3-2 again to Bond. Swung on, hit deep to right center field. Way back goes Kearns. He's at the wall, and it is gone! Goodbye! That's the one! Home run number 756. That's Charlie Slows, the Nationals play-by-play announcer, with the call of Barry Bond's record-breaking 756th home run. That audio, courtesy of Washington Post Radio Nationals Baseball Network. We're going to talk about this record today. Is it tainted by dope, by steroids? What kind of message does this send to our high school teenagers, college players? We're going to have the debate. We're going to ask you to call in now. The number is 800-881-9270, 800-881-9270. Also, we've been keeping up with presidential hopefuls. The Democrats had another debate. Here's Hillary Clinton. You've got to hear this. For 15 years, I have stood up against the right-wing machine, and I've come out stronger. So if you want a winner who knows how to take them on, I'm your girl. <laughs> All right. If you want to take on the right-wing machine, Hillary is your girl. What do you think about that? But actually, Hillary and John Edwards are taking shots at one another. Here's John Edwards. The one thing you can count on is you will never see a picture of me on the the front of Fortune magazine saying I am the candidate that big corporate America is betting on. That will never happen. All right, Edwards is positioning himself as the poor man's candidate, even with those $400 haircuts, but he is critiquing Hillary for being uh, the Fortune cover girl. Well, they all try to out-liberal each other, and it's going to be fun to watch. And don't forget, the gay presidential Democrat uh, candidate debate is this Thursday night. But uh, we are going to continue today, Dr. Johnson, our discussion of The Secret. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, the Criswell Radio Network is airing an in-depth investigation of this DVD, this book. It's really a phenomenon that's sweeping the country 
That program is Saturday, August 18th, 12.30 p.m., also on Family Net Radio on Sirius Channel 161 at 6.30 in the morning. Also, is it constitutional to have a moment of silence one minute a day in Texas public schools? It's the law in Texas. There's a dad in Carrollton suing the governor and the school district to get this banned. Is this unconstitutional? We're going to ask Mike Johnson from the Alliance Defense Fund. All right, let's go back to Barry Bonds. Here is John Miller, the Giants play-by-play announcer, with the call of Barry Bonds' record-breaking 756 home run. Odyssey audio here, courtesy of KNBR Radio. Bonds one home run away from history. And he swings, and there's a long one deep in the right center field, way back there. It's gone! A home run! Into the center field bleachers to the left of the 421-foot marker. An extraordinary shot to the deepest part of the yard. And Barry Bonds with 756 home runs. He has hit more home runs than anyone who has ever played the game. All right, more than uh, Hank Aaron, more than Babe Ruth, if you can believe this. Uh, But World Magazine, this issue that fell on my desk this afternoon, Penna, uh, put forth a scenario because Bonds has been accused of doping, of um, using steroids. Of course, remember the cork bat story. Um, But they said, imagine when he goes up for the Hall of Fame to make his speech, as Ripken recently did. And this is going to happen now. There's no doubt about that. He'll be in the Hall Mm -hmm. of Fame. And they were supposing what he might say. And listen to what World Magazine said. World Magazine said this. Will Bonds thank his trainer, Greg Anderson, who, according to leak grand jury testimony, helped Bonds acquire undetectable anabolic drugs known as the cream and the clear and has spent months in prison Rather than, rather than testifying against bonds. So this is the kind of scandal, wow. the undercurrent here on this uh, record. I mentioned that uh, the tying home run, the commissioner for baseball, uh, kept his hands in his pocket, did not applaud, did not congratulate. He was there at the game. And it's because of this cloud over Barry Bonds and over this record. And really, there are all kinds of scandals right now in pro sports. And we want to ask, you know, what does this say about our society? And what kind of message are football stars, baseball stars, NBA stars sending, really, to our young kids and our high school athletes, budding athletes, also college athletes, um, I think they're hearing, maybe seeing, that uh, the way to hit the records, uh, the way to be a star is uh, to cheat, is to dope up. And we want to know what you think. The number is 800-881-9270. We've got callers on the line already. 800-881-9270. I want you to hear this first, though, because one of the reporters asked Barry Bonds, is this... Is this a dirty record now? Is this a tainted record? This is the voice of Barry Bonds. This record is not tainted at all. At all. Period. You guys can say whatever you want. All right. Bonds says it's not tainted. You can say whatever you want. But is it? And is baseball tainted? Is sports tainted? We've got Bob on the line from Terrell. Bob, thank you for calling. Bob, what do you think? Yes, Dr. Johnson. When I was uh, in high school, I was a, a boxer and uh, 
Golden Gloves, <laughs> Junior Olympics and everything. I didn't have wow. to take drugs and so forth. And it's sending a message to the uh, high school and younger kids. If you want to succeed, uh, take drugs to enhance your performance. And uh, Barry Bonds, if you had to uh, take drugs to uh, succeed to where you are right now, you're what I call a sorry dog and a nothing. All right. Well, there's Bob on the line from Terrell. You know, uh, we are seeing this in uh, high school kids. Um, there are scandals even in this area in some of the school districts, football and baseball and other sports. Uh, kids and parents have been involved. There's even been a death uh, in the, a community near me. So uh, it is a problem. And when the sports heroes uh, set that type of example, certainly it filters down to the young people of the nation. All right. We've got Scott on the line from Dublin. We're talking about Barry Bonds. What do you think, Scott? Well, I got the perfect commercial endorsement for Barry Bonds and MasterCard. The bat he used is worth $1.5 million. The ball is worth $2.5 million. The syringe he used before the game is worth $10 million. Uh, This is just ridiculous. We got kids dying trying to be like these people, and they're just getting away with it. Yeah, and you can add to that the record you can buy, but integrity is priceless. Well, look, World Magazine says, look, here's another question, another question that uh, they would have for Barry Bonds when he gives his speech uh, for the Hall of Fame. Will he say what Cal Ripken just said? Cal Ripken said in his speech, quote, I realize that the secret of life is life, and a bigger picture came into focus. Games were and are important but people and how you impact on them are most important. Ripken says, you know, he realizes, you know, he's a role model mm-hmm. and how you impact young people and society at large. And World goes on to talk about a Center for Disease Control study showing that steroid use among high school players is on the rise without doctors. We know that there's a legitimate use for steroids with some injuries and so forth and keeps swelling down and things like this. But he says, uh, the CDC says that steroid use among high school players has gone up unauthorized during this period. And they're wondering if this is linked to the um, conventional wisdom out there that you know, most pro athletes are using these kinds of drugs. That's the way to get ahead. That's the way to go forward. That's the way to get the records. We want to know what you think about Barry Bonds' record. Is it tainted? And um, President Bush is actually involved in this controversy. I want you to listen uh, right now to uh, Mark Smith in this report from the White House. What does President Bush think about all this? Spokesman Tony Snow says don't read anything into the fact that Bush, a former baseball owner who's often first to call the locker room, did not telephone Bonds right away. The president was asleep when Barry Bonds hit his home run, and Barry Bonds was asleep when the president came to work today. And Snow says Bush is not taking a position on whether allegations of doping mean the slugger's feet is tainted. This is something that's properly uh, Major League Baseball is taking its luck. However, Snow says Bush sticks by his denunciation of steroid abuse as bad for players and a bad example for America's kids. Mark Smith at the White House. We were wondering if President Bush was going to call being a baseball owner himself, a former owner, but uh, he did. I think everybody sort of let Barry Bonds have his moment. Uh, It seems that uh, he was getting congratulations from many quarters. Let's go now to California and talk to Terrell. Hi, Terrell. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. How are you doing today? Great. I don't know if this record is tainted, but what I will say, uh, if he did take steroids, 
it'll come out in the open. What's done in the dark will come to the light. And I will say, with the steroids or without the steroids, he still had to hit the ball. Well, I think that's true, Terrell. You know, uh, even with steroids, I probably, probably could not match that record. Now, I played baseball for 10 years, but uh, that's quite an accomplishment with or without the steroids. But in fact, I mean, that's the question with cheating across the board, whether it's for the bar exam or for uh, an SAT test or uh, just a simple quiz that some high school kids got to take today in their math class or something like or in a few weeks when they go back to school. I mean, it takes some ability for cheating to give you any advantage. But the question really is about the record, the integrity of the record, and the role model. I mean, baseball, the the American sport, the unique American sport, uh, for baseball to be tainted with this kind of a scandal, it really does send a mixed message I think, to the little ones. You know, beyond the message, too, uh, can't we just have something in our culture and in our society that's wholesome? You know, baseball was. Uh, this The whole sports world, in a sense, was something that families can enjoy. And now you look at every sport, and then you wonder about those who are excelling, uh, you know, whether or not they are really excelling on their own merits, on their own strength, or whether there's some uh, help uh, medically. All right, we've got Yolanda on the line from Bedford. Yolanda, thank you for calling. What's your view? Um, I think my view is that Barry Bonds, instead of, I guess, focusing on Barry Bonds, the the real issue is that not necessarily him, but that sports in general <laughs> has attained You're right. view. I mean, his issue is that he's been affiliated, but there's nothing positive. And that's no different than Lance Armstrong. He was, per se, affiliated with drug, drugs, but never tested positive. And so... It's that image that I need additional items or additional things to be pumped up in order to achieve success, when the reality is we need to refer them saying the only thing that you need is God. Thank you so much, Yolanda. You know, I would make a distinction between Barry Bonds and Lance Armstrong. I don't think there was ever any grand jury testimony leaked out on Lance Armstrong. That was a French accusation. I think they were just jealous because... The USA was uh, whipping them year after year, and nothing ever came of all of that. Well, the Bible says there's not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sin not, and um, sin is not unique to sports. It's in every profession, but uh, we are hopeful that uh, sports figures would be role models. We'll talk about this more later today in the program, so if you want to weigh in towards the end of the program, we'll try to come back to this, but coming up... The secret, the secret, and a man who is protesting the moment of silence in public schools. We'll be right back. Generations of ministry leaders have one common point, a ministry education from the Criswell College in Dallas. To date, ministry leaders from the Criswell College are in service all over the world. With the fall term just around the corner, your education can follow this same distinguished path. An education from Chriswell is grounded on the Christian worldview, witness, and God's Word, the Bible. The Word and Worldview focus of Chriswell gives you a more effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ and prepares you for kingdom service. The fall semester registration is August 15th, 16th, and 17th. Classes begin August 20th. See Chriswell.edu for details on classes and the Master of Arts in Christian Leadership degree. Chriswell students are ready for the challenges of today's ministry environment. 
Classes in evangelism, missions, preaching, communications, all are fully accredited and small class sizes point the focus to your success. Find out more at 800-899-0012 and on the web at chriswell.edu. I'm Sharon Geiger. And I'm Dennis Page. It's said to give the ability to drive your own destiny. And now the great glimmering of truth can be revealed again. August 18th, listen for The Secret Exposed. You can have, do, or be anything. I've seen many miracles take place in people's lives. The Secret Exposed, a Christian News Weekly investigative report that leaves only the truth on the table. August 18th, 12.30 p.m., here on CRN. All right, you've heard about it. The secret. Can you really think yourself into a better you? Can you get what you want through some law of attraction? Well, that's what The Secret advocates. Advocates, that's a book, that's a movie by Rhonda Byrne. She's been on Oprah twice. She's been on Larry King. People are believing this, and even some Christians, even some megachurch pastors. But I, uh, I think we need to hear from an expert today on this. We've got one, Dr. Phil Roberts. He's president of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City. Dr. Roberts was the point man for Southern Baptists for many years on the cults. Dr. Roberts, welcome back to the program. Hey, Jerry, thank you. Good to be back on your program today. All right, Dr. Roberts, uh, what do you make of the secrets? You've seen a lot of cults, a lot of strange religious groups out there. How do you size up this? Well, Jerry, there was actually a book that you and I, or is a book that you and I know a lot more about than uh, The Secret that has much to do with that, uh, with this issue, and that's the Bible. Uh, <laughs> right. The, this whole principle goes back to the Garden of Eden when uh, Satan whispered in the ear of Adam and Eve, you can be a god, too, and you should be a god, too. It's just overcoming a few barriers that you need to uh, put aside and think your way into godhood. So, really, The Secret is, old Gnosticism. It's been repackaged in the last 150 years as New Age, New Thought, Theosophy, all these other uh, aberrant uh, movements that uh, put thought as supreme. Uh, The author or authoress uses the word universe with a capital U, and then you can turn back to page 164 in her book, and she says, you are a God in a physical body, you are spirit in the flesh, you are eternal life, expressing yourself as you. You are all power, you are all wisdom, you are all intelligence and all perfection. Now, if that's not the lie of the Garden of uh, Eden and the lie of Satan in the ear of Adam and Eve, I don't know what is. Dr. Roberts, let me ask you this, because if this is sort of a Shirley MacLaine rehash, and we get these things every 10, 15 years. But, I mean, this seems to be sweeping our culture. Uh, but if it's, if it's that old, and I agree with you that it is, how do you explain uh, the fascination, the popularity, uh, you know, if this is sure. in diff- just the same thing in a different package? Well, it's, it's the same old uh, issue of deception. Unless you really know the Lord, unless you have a personal relationship with Him, unless you're grounding yourself in the Word of God, you're open to deception and to lies of one sort or another. When we put the Word of God aside in our life, we make ourselves vulnerable. And what Adam and Eve did was to ignore what God told them, and they fell victim to the lie. And so uh, the same is true with us. Uh, It doesn't matter how many other influences there might be if we're not really 
reborn and not really grounded in the word, we may fall for any uh, any lie out there. The old saying, if you don't stand for truth or if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And uh, that's exactly what's happened. It's deception on a popular level, repackaged. This won't be the last time. It'll come out again in some shape or form in a few years, and everybody will hype it and, and applaud it and advocate it as some new insight when, it, when it's a, a big lie. I mean, the, the cancer patient dying in the ICU unit cannot thank themselves to health necessarily in any way, shape, or form. I can't thank myself to be the next Olympic 100-meter dash uh, champion, gold medal winner. That's not going to happen, no matter how positive I think. And so it's the same old deception that unless we're armed with the Word of God, we're going to be vulnerable to. Dr. Roberts, this is Penna Dexter, and I know that there are some Christians who are getting hoodwinked by this. And in yeah. a sense, your uh, your answer to it, your defense against it, is to be immersed and to know the Word of God and to understand your faith. But still, there are people meeting in churches, and they may not be the kind of churches you or I would be in, but they're yeah. meeting there, and this is spreading through people who think that they're religious. Well, and probably the operative word there is religious. I would certainly hope that uh, the case, and I, I would believe it's the case, that the churches that are beginning to swallow this kind of a message and have swallowed the secret as some kind of new spiritual insight are probably churches that don't really emphasize Bible teaching and preaching. I can't imagine anybody, for instance, being a graduate of Crystal College, uh, Jerry, and uh, thinking that this is some kind of new secret will unlock uh, health and wealth in the future for them and make them a god. Well, I hope that um, we can be salt and light and expose this for what it really is. And I would encourage people to watch on August 18, that's a Saturday, at 12.30, right here on KCBI Central Standard Time, and also Sirius Channel 161, FamilyNet, The Secret Exposed, an exclusive from the Criswell Radio Network. Dr. Roberts, we want to take advantage of you. we got you on the line. And uh, let's go back to Mitt Romney. You've done a lot of work in Mormonism. And uh, how do you feel it's going? You know, we talked to you four or five months ago about Romney entering the race, and um, you did a, uh, an op-ed piece on this. How do you think this Mormon faith, so-called, is wearing with the American people? I don't think Romney's wearing particularly well with the American people because he seems to dodge the tough questions about his religion. And uh, his, his numbers haven't necessarily climbed dramatically. Uh, he doesn't really seem to be on a roll. We won't really even one sense know until we get to the primaries. But I do think his candidacy is a great opportunity for us as believers to, to paint the picture and the difference between Mormonism and biblically-based faith. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been swept away by his oratory or by his campaigning skills, but uh, uh, a lot is left to be said. It's, it's a little bit like this issue of the secret, and going back to your previous question and so forth, it's also up to us who are... Uh, teachers and communicators and preachers of the word of the Lord, that we sound the alarm on some of these issues. And it could be that well-meaning people, Christian people, could be swept away for a time with something like the secret before having really thought it through, as they could be with Mitt Romney. And so it's very important that we 
clearly lay out the differences and lay out the biblical pattern on this. Well, let's just talk about this a second, because he was on a radio station the other day, and uh, I'm looking here at the Internet report on this. It was a heated discussion. He was visibly annoyed. He was cutting, combative, and sarcastic. I'm just reading the report, because this uh, interviewer began to take him on with some of the tenets of Mormonism, particularly uh, whether or not Jesus would return in Jerusalem or Missouri. And I, yeah. I would just like for you to uh, just highlight for our listeners a few of the more unusual extreme doctrines that Mormons would hold to, that Mitt Romney probably holds to, that most Americans would just find weird, if not unbiblical. Well, I often have said that Mormonism is more akin to an ancient fertility cult religion than it is to Christianity. And among those beliefs are that God was once a man like we are, and due to a system of Mormonism on a planet where he lived, he ascended to Godhood, he became our God, and he uh, had his wife with him, and in the spirit realm they had children uh, who uh, uh, were then incarnated in bodies that you and I and every human being on the face of the earth. Um, so... You know, it's not, and then you can ascend to Godhood. Why and how? By becoming a good Mormon and going through the temple ceremony, being temple worthy, being faithful to church, or being baptized by proxy once you're dead if you don't have that opportunity. Wow. And all that stuff really smacks not of any kind of a Christian perspective or worldview. It smacks really, again, of, of fertility cult thinking. Mm-hmm. Jesus is almost an accessory to Mormonism. He's not the eternal God who died for all the sins of the world on the cross. He is the firstborn spirit child of God, Heavenly Father, and who paid the price for Adam's sin, so to speak, or Adam's forgetfulness, so that we can have some measure of eternal life, and the Mormon Church is going to supply that for you. Uh, So I'm glad he's getting a question about this, and hopefully the Lord will use this to open people's eyes about things. May, does that help you a little bit? Uh, else <laughs> time. I think some people will think that sounds silly. Others will think it's stupid. Some will think it's spooky, but it's certainly not scriptural. Thank you so well, much for that analysis. all three of those, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil Roberts, president of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, a great school, a good friend. We hope to have you back soon. Hey, thanks, Jerry. God bless you, sir. All right, folks, speaking of Mitt Romney, let's go quickly to uh, Mitt Romney on the Jihad War. To win the war on Jihad, we have to not only have a strong military of our own, and we need a stronger military, we also need to have strong friends around the world and help moderate Muslims reject the extreme. All right, that's Mitt Romney, and he has been strong on, on the war against Islamic Jihad, and we can be grateful for that. He is speaking up for the pro-life cause, even though he used to not do that. But we'll be watching uh, how he sorts through um, his Mormon belief and uh, his quest for the presidency of the United States. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be interesting. And I think we're going to hear a lot more, Pena, about Mormonism Mormonism in the days to come. Tell us uh, what's coming up, Pena, in uh, the next segment. Uh, it's about prayer in school. Well, uh, some people who have read the Dallas Mo- uh, Morning News story about this will uh, appreciate uh, that we're going to bring some uh, wisdom to the issue. But uh, David Robert Croft He's in Dallas District Court today. He's fighting to remove the moment of silence, sometimes used for prayer, in Texas schools. We're going to ask the question, does he have a case? Mike Johnson from the Alliance Defense Fund will join us. All right, the Ten Commandments out. 
Out Loud Prayer out. Now the moment of silence out. What do you think of that? And more on the Barry Bonds story. You'll have a chance to call to weigh in later on in the program. It's Jerry Johnson Live with Pennedexter. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. 3-2 again to Bond. Swung on, hit deep to right center field. Way back goes Kearns. He's at the wall, and it is gone. Goodbye. That's the one. Home run number 756. All right, that's Charlie Slows. He's the national play-by-play announcer. With the call of Barry Bonds' record-breaking 756th home run, that audio comes from the Washington Post Radio Nationals Baseball Network, but we're going to talk about the issue, the issue of whether this record is tainted by dope, by drugs, by steroids use, perhaps even illegal uh, drug use. We're going to talk about that again later in the program, but first... We've got a disturbing local issue. Penna, let's talk about it. Well, we do. David Croft, is uh, he says he's fighting against the influence of Judeo-Christian monotheism. That is the uh, beginning of the article in the Dallas Morning News. Everybody's been talking about it today. He says he's an atheist, an optihumanist, and a libertarian. He's been fighting all signs of religion that crop up at the Carrollton um, School that his three children attend. Uh, including Boy Scout rallies, including the Good News Bible Club, including Silent Night and a Hanukkah song in holiday concerts, all these things. Well, now he's got a big battle uh, going on. He actually was in federal district court in Dallas today, suing Governor Rick Perry and also the Carrollton Farmers Branch School District. He argues that the moment of silence that is legal in the state of Texas, it's been in effect since 2003, is unconstitutional that it amounts to state-sanctioned school prayer. And who better to talk about this than Mike Johnson from the Alliance Defense Fund. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Penna. Great to be with you again. Well, it's good to have you. And you, I'm certain, since you are from Louisiana, you've heard the story uh, about David Croft. Uh, does he have a case? I, I don't think he does. I, I think that this law was very carefully worded. I, I think the legislators knew uh, that, that they had to be cautious because there are groups that are hypersensitive about this kind of thing, like the ACLU, like Americans United for the Separation of Church and State. They knew they would get some sort of legal challenge, uh, so they were careful in, in what they did. And, and the law reads that, that students can choose whether to reflect or pray or meditate or engage in any other silent activity. So it is not uh, a state-sanctioned school prayer, as, as this guy is claiming. You know, when you read through this article today, to me it's heartbreaking because the guy has complained over so many things, and he gets his way. Uh, even his children would complain about something, and they, the school, it seems like, would immediately comply. And that's what we're seeing, Mike, isn't it, across the country, that school authorities are chicken about these things, and sometimes they back down when they don't really need to? It, it is heartbreaking, but that's exactly what happens. And, and sometimes it's because they're chicken, as you say. Sometimes it's because 
goodness, they're, they're, they're fighting uh, with limited budgets. They know that these bullies are around every corner, and, and they just don't have the wherewithal, sometimes the political will, sometimes the funding, to fight an expensive lawsuit. And so uh, their tendency is to just give in. And that's the problem. I mean, that's why the culture is in the shape that it's in today. Uh, you know, we've given in to those bullies too many times. At the Alliance Defense Fund, we're out there saying we're one of other groups. Uh, that are saying now, hey, we will defend you completely free of charge. Do not bow to these crazy secularist uh, demands. You can win this in court, and we will fund the battle to do so. So that takes away one of the fears, the financial fear. And, you know, sometimes, Mike, doesn't it just amount to a letter being written to an authority that, you know, someone like uh, ADF could write, and the, the matter is often settled that way, isn't it? It is. That's the great news. I mean, it's a funny thing about the truth. When it's when it's presented, it usually prevails. And and we've just got a lot of misinformation out there. You know, the ACLU and groups like that have been engaging in, in a campaign of fear and intimidation and, and disinformation for so long that they've convinced even elected officials who really should know better what the Constitution provides, what the First Amendment means, uh, they, they've convinced them that we have this absolute, the so-called wall of separation. And, and, and so, you know, any reference to religion in the public square gets this allergic, almost knee-jerk reaction. And it, it's sad that it's come to that. Uh, our guest is Mike Johnson from the Alliance Defense Fund. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Mike, let me ask you this question. Uh, I'm looking at a letter here from John Adams dated August 28, 1811. I'm going to read from that letter. He said this, President Adams said, Religion and virtue are the only foundations, not only of republicanism and all free government, but of social felicity under all governments and in all the combinations of human society. And a lot of people say, you know, Adams was not an evangelical Christian. Maybe he was uh, just a kind of a generic theist of sorts. But even Adams said this. Jefferson said things like this. How is it that these people uh, that want God out of the public square uh, can, you know, claim Jefferson or Adams... um, you know, as a mantra? Well, it's, it's a good question, Dr. Johnson, and, and they're twisting the, the true meaning of the First Amendment. That quote that you just read has been, has been cited and, and quoted just that way in, in Supreme Court decisions. I mean, there's absolutely no question uh, that we are a religious people whose institutions presuppose a supreme being. That's another quote from the Supreme Court from, from years ago. I mean, this, these, are, these are matters that are very well established. There's nothing unconstitutional about having a moment of silence. The, the, the United States Supreme Court has acknowledged that official proclamations of thanksgiving and prayer and even invocations before the start of government meetings are an essential part of our culture. It's in no way a violation of the Constitution, and, and the ACLU and these other groups just clearly have it wrong. Let me ask you this final question, Mike. You know, when you look at the Soviet Union, 100 years without God in the public square, 70, 80, 90 years without God in the public square, you look at communist China, uh, culture, really, without God in the public square. Um, uh, do you think we're in danger of reverting back to that kind of culture? I think we are, Dr. Johnson, unless we draw that line in the sand and, and take this stand now. You know, Washington, the father of our country, famously said, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are the indispensable supports. And, and without those supports, we have to recognize that, that the whole house is subject to fall. And, and I think our generation is facing that battle. We have got to stand up to the challenge. 
All right. Thank you so much. Mike Johnson, a good challenge from the Alliance Defense Fund. We'll have you back again. Yes, sir. Talk with you all soon. Hey, folks, here's a question. What president said this when he uh, extended for three times an act of Congress? He signed it. Special lands designated, quote, for the sole use of Christian Indians, Christian Indians and the Moravian Brethren, missionaries, for civilizing the Indians and promoting Christianity, end quote. Promoting Christianity. Yeah, that's right. What president? That president was Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> the so-called wall of separation uh, hero. Founder. Founder. Right. And it's, uh, it's absolutely incredible that they would use Adams, use Jefferson, for this kind of vision of a government without God, a culture without God, God banned from the public squares, the Ten, square, the Ten Commandments gone, verbal prayer gone, now silent prayer gone. What do you think about it? The number is 800-881-9270, 800-881-9270. You know, when we talk about these things, uh, sometimes people get very frustrated because they think there's nothing they can do about it. But uh, this is a local issue. This is happening in Carrollton Farmers Branch, Texas. And these types of attacks happen in local school districts all over the state of Texas, Oklahoma, all over the nation. And this is an area where people can make a difference because when they see this type of thing cropping up, I mean, in these schools, it's one family who is getting things changed, getting religion stripped out of, uh, just even a mention of religion stripped out of the school. So the other parents are being overruled. When other parents start stepping in, calling up uh, Alliance Defense Fund or whatever group, uh, Kelly Shackelford or whoever, uh, to get help in fighting this, they can actually turn things around on the ACLU and the other groups. All right, folks, if you want to call in on this, the number is 800-881-9270. Maybe you want to call in on the Barry Bonds story. Let's go back to Barry Bonds. Should we celebrate? Uh, Should we censor this record? Should we not acknowledge this record? Because by all accounts, it does seem to be tainted. Um, There is a scandal. There's a cloud here of drug use. Well, here's what the crowd thought about the record. The John toward home plate, and his son Nikolai puts his hands around his dad as Bonds looks up to the sky and points upwards. The Giants' dugout is emptied. They're all waiting one by one by one to congratulate Barry Bonds as fireworks blast off from beyond AT&T Park from McCovey Cove. All right, that's the crowd celebrating, and um, that's Charlie Slows describing the scene. Obviously, Bond's children celebrating, but uh, thousands and thousands of fans celebrating. Are you sad about this? Uh, do you have mixed emotions about this? We've got Jose, uh, Jose on the line from Dallas. Jose, thank you for calling. Uh, what's your view, Jose? Well, uh, thank you for this program first. Uh, I just think that... Uh, these people shouldn't be uh, paying attention to. I don't think why, I don't I don't understand why uh, the government, uh, the school district, or anybody else pay attention to these people. If it's only three or two against uh, the whole uh, state, uh, wh- why they? You're talking about the moment of silence. Ah, well, that's fine. Jose. <laughs> we were talking about two issues. So you're saying uh, the minority 
should not impose its will really on the majority. That is, most Americans believe in God. Most Americans want the Ten Commandments, prayer, some Bible reading or Bible as literature in the schools, but certainly they would allow for a moment of silence. Most Americans certainly for a moment of silence. Why would we let two or three in the minority impose their will on the majority? It's freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. And by the way, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, blessed is the nation whose God is Jehovah. That's still in the Bible. doesn't matter what these people say. There's a blessing that comes when we as a people acknowledge the God of the Old and the New Testament. When we come back, you can call about bonds, you can call about prayer in school, and we've got other stories about Al Gore coming up. Generations of ministry leaders have one common point, a ministry education from the Criswell College in Dallas. To date, ministry leaders from the Criswell College are in service all over the world. With the fall term just around the corner, your education can follow this same distinguished path. An education from Criswell is grounded on the Christian worldview, witness, and God's Word, the Bible. The Word and Worldview focus of Criswell gives you a more effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ and prepares you for kingdom service. The fall semester registration is August 15th, 16th, and 17th. Classes begin August 20th. See Criswell.edu for details on classes and the Master of Arts in Christian Leadership degree. Criswell students are ready for the challenges of today's ministry environment. Classes in evangelism, missions, preaching, communications, all are fully accredited and small class sizes point the focus to your success. Find out more at 800-899-0012 and on the web at Criswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. You either have to be a really special player to be remembered in this game or be part of a special moment. And uh, I didn't want to give up the home run, but I'm lucky enough to be part of a very special moment in sports history. All right, that's the pitcher, Mike Bosick. He told reporters he's not worried about his place in baseball history for giving up that record-breaking home run to Barry Bonds. One reason might be is because his team won yeah, and Bonds' won. team lost. <laughs> but in any case, um, folks seem to be celebrating all around after the game. Uh, the fans, Bonds' family, of course, this pitcher acknowledging uh, the victory. And uh, it seems like the White House issued a kind of a congratulatory note today. But a lot of people today kind of had a bad taste in their mouth about this home run victory, uh, home run record. And we want to know what you think about this. 800-881-9270, 800-881-9270. Bonds in a doping scandal, a drug scandal, a steroid scandal, also the old cork bat scandal. What's going on with that? Brandon on the line from Dallas. Brandon, you're following this. What do you think? Dr. Johnson, thanks for having me on, first of all. Uh, I'm definitely following it. I am a former... Uh, professional pitcher wow. and uh, just really uh, first of all I want to say that I do believe this record is tainted very much so uh, there was a caller earlier from California who mentioned about well you still have to hit the ball right 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 but the problem with that is the ball just is not going to go as far if you're not uh, on steroids yeah what so, could Aaron have done with those steroids oh it's it'd be or the babe talking, 900, 1,000 home runs, you know, whatever <laughs> right. it might have been. But um, it's just a shame that it's come to this. I mean, it's 
it's not even about integrity because, in my opinion, Bonds doesn't have integrity. Um, you know, he could have stepped up to the plate, so to speak, early on and said, you know, what I did was wrong, ask for forgiveness and be done with it. But instead, you know, we're going to have to wait years and, you know, through a whole bunch of, uh, uh, you know, trials or whatever the case may be uh, to find out the truth. And that's just real disappointing. Thanks, Brandon. Well, there's someone who knows the sport from the inside, and I'm wondering if that's the discussion in a lot of locker rooms, Penna. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure it is, and there will be uh, investigations into this, and of course the science changes, and uh, speculation at least, if not proof that, uh, in fact, he did uh, dope uh, in certain years. But uh, we, we are so interested in what you think about this issue and about this record that was set last night. Let's go to Bettina in Frisco. Bettina, thanks for calling. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, my comment is basically about both of the issues with the school prayer, the men of the silence, and with Barry Bonds. I think America has their morals and values mixed up, because anytime somebody can hit a ball and make millions of dollars versus the teachers that <laughs> teach our children, something is wrong with that picture. Um, Sports has become I, a kind of a god. Yeah, pretty much. And, I mean, we pay so much for entertainment. It's like pulling teeth to get a raise for our teachers around here. Mm. But then this man can get mad about something that's going on in our schools, and he can get up thousands of dollars to get lawyers to fight us on every hand. And I think the morals and values of America as a whole is is distorted. Mm. I don't think that they're really realizing the impact of the things that we're doing. We're paying millions of dollars to be entertained. Well, it is. I think you've used that word entertained. I like that, uh, Bettina, because it's not just the sports culture. It's the celebrity culture. And that's what this record is about. And uh, sports really is. And sportsmanship is about doing it the right way with integrity. That's sportsmanship. And that's really what goes with the word sports. But if it's celebrity you're interested in, any way you can get it is fine. And Americans don't seem to mind a lot. I mean, you've got Britney Spears, you've got Paris Hilton. And so people... If you're popular and you have that 15 seconds of fame, it seems for a lot of folks that's all that matters. It's really all about them in a sense. And I think the athletes who either give the glory to God or really care about their sport and try to better the sport rather than better themselves are the ones that are really the ones that uh, should be the true American heroes. Let's go back to the phones, take another call. Dennis is in Corinth. Hi, Dennis. Thanks for calling. Hello, and thank you. Um... Was he drug tested before the game uh, for drug use? And if he was, uh, what were the results of the test? I don't know if he was. My guess is uh, that recently he's not been doing the drugs, and he wouldn't dare do it at this stage. I mean, I can't imagine him doing it now. I think what everybody's concerned about is a a period of 100 or 200 home runs back there when um, you know he really surged up to the top of the heap and these drugs help him get up the ladder. I mean, the man has ability to hit home runs without the drugs. I'm sure of that. But uh, I don't think that's an issue, what happened this week. But uh, thanks for calling, Dennis. Things have slowed down in recent years with him. And also, you know, uh, there are there's speculation that there are certain drugs that can hide in a person's bloodstream, and uh, whether or not uh, that was part of his uh, his thing, I don't know. All right, folks, uh, we've talked about a lot of issues today. We've talked, of course, mainly about this Barry Bonds story. It's huge. 
Uh, we don't do a lot of sports here, but sports is a picture of life. That's one of the reasons we like sports. We want our young people to be involved in sports because sports is a, um, a miniature version of life for our children anyway. They learn to win. They learn to lose. They learn to play uh, on a team. They learn sportsmanship, be a good loser, be a good, a gracious winner. And there's something very interesting about baseball. Baseball has been called the perfect sport. Why? Because baseball is the only sport I know where you have half of the game where you're a team player. You play with the team on defense, particularly. And uh, you do it all together on defense. And... um, when you're in the outfield or on the infield and you're playing your position, it's all about working together. The pitcher, the catcher, first base, second base, third base, left field, right field, center field, all of that, there's a lot of interaction. The team plays defense together. But when you're standing at that plate as a batter, you have a, a, an opportunity to operate by yourself and to show uh, your ability, your integrity, your character, your discipline, your skill. Now, I know in terms of bunting and sacrifices, there's some team aspect to that. But essentially, you're performing alone against the pitcher of the other team when you're a batter. And that is what this record is about. The home run record is about hitting it out of the park, generally. You can have an infield home run, but that's another thing. But it's generally about knocking it out of the park. It's about you on the line. And uh, there are different courts here. The Court of Public Opinion, we'll see how that plays out in the next few days, Barry Bonds. The Court of Government, but uh, what this show is about so often is about the Court of God, God's opinion, God's judgment. And we're all in the same boat there. Let's be clear. Let's not be hypocrites today about this. We're all sinners. We are all in need of mercy, of grace, of redemption. And that only comes through Jesus Christ, His shed blood on the cross, His death, His resurrection. He was a substitute. We were guilty. He is innocent. He took our place that we might be forgiven, that we might be freed, that we might be justified. That's the only way you can be justified, Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.